Hello, Revelers, and welcome to the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Turn it up, dance it out, and revel in it all. I hope you were turtly enough for the Turtle Club. My name is Haley Press, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the host of the Reveler Recording, a loud and lively podcast. Welcome to Podtober, where a mini episode is released every day in October with a new guest answering the question, what do you revel in? It's day 11 and this next guest is wild. Sydney is a full-time nature nut and in this episode she brings to light the importance of mother nature and all her children, including breaking down stigmas around certain species and how we can make a positive difference in our very own backyards. She of course comes along with some fun nature facts as well and I may or may not expose her for her not to yuck somebody's yum but kind of weird guilty pleasure. It's all natural here. Hi dude. <laughs> Hello. I'm getting the pasties. I'm talking so much. So I'm like swigging my water as guests here. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. You look very professional with your microphone. Oh, thank you. I'll tell you a secret. It's not plugged in and doesn't work yet. So it's just <laughs> that's, that's okay. At least you look the part. It's fake it till you make it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm debating if I'll leave that in the podcast. Keep <laughs> <take> it out. <laughs> Keep it in. It'll work one day. I swear. I just gotta figure it out. So. No, that's fair. It all takes time. Exactly. Um, hello, who are you? What are you reveling? <laughs> well, my name is Sydney and I revel in the turtles of wildlife. Like I just, like, <laughs> I love all things wild life and uh, Ontario biodiversity. I revel in that and conserving it and making I love it better. That. Can you, for those who aren't as in tune as you with like wildlife, biodiversity, et cetera, break it down for us. What is, what does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think to me, the ability to work in an environment is so powerful because we have such a responsibility to that environment and, and the conservation of biodiversity is really just thinking about every living thing on this planet and making sure that they continue to have a home. And in turn, by all of the animals and all of the environments working to their best ability, humans are then able to work to their best ability and, and breathe clean air and drink clean water and, um, you know, receive good sunlight and all the things that we need as human beings. So we need wildlife. It is, it's a cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Sydney is literally someone who has the most random Random to me, not necessarily most random, but random to me, facts about wildlife. Uh, We used to work at a camp together and she could be like, do you hear that? That's a wild woodpecker long nose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite bird species. Um, Yeah, well, I think that just the fun facts are little things that connect people with their environment in a small way. And fun facts have the ability to make big changes. Um, so I love sharing fun facts. <laughs> I think too, you, you, this is going to sound weird. I, you humanize animals, you make them less, less scary. I don't know if that's a proper word to necessarily use, but I think of a certain, um, snapping turtle 
story where somebody was like can you get rid of this snapping turtle and you went and swam with it instead oh yeah no absolutely because yeah I think we need to learn that the I mean the first of all we are in the animals homes um so it's not our duty to just remove this animal but we need to learn how we can coexist with those animals so yeah there was a situation where a homeowner called us and said, you know, there's this big, scary snapping turtle and I want to enjoy my property and swim. And so can you come remove it? And so instead we took that as a learning opportunity and we were able to uh, swim with the turtle and, and it's a snapping turtle, which a lot of people are scared of. And we were able to pet its back while it was swimming and just make it a really cool experience for the homeowners and the kids. And uh, they continued to send us photos after our visit, and they've kind of gained a new appreciation for the creatures that they share their home with. Um, yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> Animals and wildlife is not something that I naturally necessarily talk about, uh, which I think is like a, a cause for concern too. Let's talk about those things more because we see endangered species coming along, save the bees, etc. Like, let's have those conversations and realize we aren't the only creatures that lurk this planet. Um, But talking to you about animals just ignites like a fire (laughs) in me. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Sydney is showing a tattoo that says ignite. Um, But it just ignites this fire in me because you have so much passion talking about it that it gets me excited to want to learn more and hear more. I'll literally send you Snapchats of anything I've sent you snapchats of toads I've sent you snapchats of birds and I've been like asking you questions and wanting to learn more and it's super super cool is there any resources you would suggest people check out or follow to continue learning more about wildlife and biodiversity etc that's a really good question and I think that there's so many resources out there But I think the best resource, and and I know that you probably have listeners all over, um, but just connect with an organization that is close to you. So whether that's your local conservation authority or maybe there's a local um, NGO that deals with conserving biodiversity in your area, talk to them and see what's going on exactly where you are, because that's going to be your first connection to the environment. It's great to, you know, want to connect with giant pandas and and work on their conservation, but you might not see them. So it's really nice to be able to connect with your area where you can directly see that benefit on the day to day. And then from there, if you want, absolutely go chat with uh, people about the giant pandas, but start in your own home, in your own backyard and see where it takes you. I think that's actually such a solid point. I think people glorify the more exotic and sometimes we do need to look just in our very own backyard and see how we can help there as well for sure that's it's a basically a concept of like we call it charismatic megafauna like they are the big um big animals like the giant panda and the african elephants that are drawing in all this attention which is awesome and it is definitely one way to spark change in the environmental field, but it's not the only way. And sometimes it's those small creatures that we often don't think about or that we're scared of that make a lot of um, impact in our local environments and in our local communities that we need to conserve first so that we can see sort of that change there. Like turtles, for example, they help us clean our water. And a lot of people are scared of 
turtles, like snapping turtles, but they're so beneficial to us humans and in how we recreate and how we interact with the environment. So start small, start wherever you are and see how we can bridge out from there. Amazing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like turtle crossing season. Yes, uh, it absolutely is. So it's about, it's, it's a little bit tricky because this year um, spring has seemed to come a little bit earlier, but May and June are going to be the time when turtles will be exiting their wetlands and specifically the female turtles will be exiting to try and find a place to lay their eggs. So um, May, June, you're going to hopefully drive a lot slower as you pass by um, some wetland roads and just make sure that if you do see a turtle in the middle of the road, you help it cross in the direction it's going. In Very helpful. the direction it's going. Absolutely, because they will head in the other direction um, because they know where they want to go. So if you took them the other way, they'll just cross again and they might be in that vulnerable situation once again. So awesome. I love that. Um, not to put you on the spot, but I and, and <laughs> tell me if you don't want to talk about this, but <laughs> I happen to know that you love animals, not only in their alive state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But in their, in, as, as, as skeletons. Yes, skeletons. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, talk to us, talk to us. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I don't really know what it is, but I think that there is also just such a beauty or at least uh, a beauty to be had. In... And let me clarify, she is not a part of. <laughs> no, yes. It is. <laughs> It's all ethical. Um, I do enjoy having skeletons in my house uh, as sort of like a decoration, but also as like a, hey, look at this really cool scientific artifact and I can learn more from it as well. But um, I have collected roadkill and turned it into decor in my house, but it is all ethical. I consider myself an ethical collector, so... <laughs> I love it. And might I add like conversation starter and those who know Sydney too will like be like, I saw this dead thing and I thought of you. Do you, do you want me to grab it for you? I mean, Haley, you've done that yourself. So you, (laughs) I appreciate all the folks in my life who um, ask me if I want that skeleton they found down the street. Oftentimes it's, it's yes. um, But there are are some laws that have to be considered there as well. So it's also very good to check in with me always. Noted. And another disclaimer, just if you listener are ever handling roadkill, uh, please do so safely. What that looks like, I don't know, but do your research first. Yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, always make sure there are some animals that you should not touch and, and you can find those online very easily. So <laughs> also look at your, the laws of your province and your country, because there are some of those. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Any any final notes? Any? Do you have one random fun fact? Oh, it's hard to pick one, but one of my favorites right now, obviously because it is turtle season, or or or. Well, actually, we're gonna go back. We're not gonna do a turtle fact. Okay. Um, plants photosynthesize, right? Mm-hmm. We know that, but yes. there is one confirmed vertebrate species that also photosynthesizes. And that is the spotted salamander. Um, We have spotted salamanders here in Ontario. So it's very cool that we have one species that uses energy from the sun uh, to to grow. And it's super cool, I think, anyways. 
That is cool. I always, yeah, I always say that I photosynthesize, but I am not, I do feel good energy from the sun, but technically uh, the only known vertebrate, and I might be wrong on only, but the first known vertebrate for sure to photosynthesize is the spotted salamander. Amazing. Look at you go. I love this. Well, I thank you very much for coming on. You are one of my favorite humans. I feel like <laughs> I've also said that to a lot of people. On well, this I'm podcast. sure they're all good people. So they are. And please know that I mean it every time I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you're also one of the like just quirkiest people I know. And I love it. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Um, I feel like we have a, a special little bond and I'm so excited to see what you do in the future to continue to help our, our mother earth and our animals and our living species. Cause I know you are going to do, you are going to do such incredible things. And I know it's a hard field, um, but I'm just, I'm so excited for you and believe in everything you're doing. Thank you, dude. I can't make me cry. Um, but no, I, I'm so happy to also be a good friend of yours and I appreciate having you in my life. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, I will chat with you later and likely Snapchat a bird sound sometime soon and ask you what bird it is. Okay. I will be ready. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I reach out to Sydney all the time with wildlife questions. And if you want to too, make sure you're giving her a follow and don't forget to reach out to your local wildlife communities to see how you can help. I also want to note that my podcast mic is now working. We're still faking it overall sometimes, but I'd like to think we're also making it. Until tomorrow, Revelers, revel on. And don't forget to rate, review, and recommend this episode.